singing, <clears throat> which of course makes sense right now, and as, I, as Dove asked me to come and share a music habura with, with the kolel, with the chavra here, and then he told me, oh, we're, we're inaugurating Rabbi Chanukah's Habayis, Beis HaMedjish, Beis HaKnesis, and then immediately this song came to my head, Yeda Shehigia Hator Lebinyan Bayis Chadash, 
you should know that the time has come to build a new bias. A better bias than was before. Bigger, stronger, better. We'll get back to the words. We'll get back to the words soon. So as we, as we sit in this new binyan, which is taka beautiful, it was very enjoyable to be here the Shabbos. We have to think about, of course, the Beis HaMikdash. The bias that we just lost, again. And of course, there's no doubt that this, that this bias we heard today from the Joshua, that it's part of the Nechama, building another Beis HaKnesis, another Beis HaMikdash, is bringing us ultimately to the Beis HaMikdash and Hashem. But there's some questions that we have to ask. And it started, I was thinking, I think I was learning, I was learning the Dirshim Mishabura, and they've been recently speaking about the Beis HaKnesis. Halachas of the shul. As halacha comes to the Gemara Megillah, the halacha is that it's, if a person wants, if a chevra wants to build a new shul, it's usher to break down the shul that you're currently in before you have the new shul ready. Right? I'm sure everybody here, a lot of people know the halacha. It's in the Mar Megillah. So how could it be? How could it be a Kaddish Baruch who could destroy a base on Mikdash and not have another, another place for us to go? He doesn't have to follow the rules, Kivyachal. Just parenthetically, we're going to say things here that maybe you've never heard, a way that I'm going to speak. Be open. Of course, we're not questioning a Kaddish Baruch Hu. But a, you could ask a question in Machshava. How could it be that we're left without, without, without a place? One basic Knesset can't be destroyed if there's no new basic Knesset. What's the Nechama? Nachmu Nachmu Ami. Next week, the week after, week after Tisha B'Av, we have destruction on the saddest day of the year. Next week, Nachmu Nachmu Ami. It's okay. There's a, we're comforted. What's the comfort? The comfort is Zman, everything. There's a certain emotion. A person has a tragedy and it's, it's very emotional and time goes on. Okay, so the, so the emotions go down. That's what it is. That's what the Nachmu is. It's just the time will heal. Third question is a famous question. Tishbov we know is called the Moed. We don't say Tachanun on Tishbov. It should be the, sh- the highest day of the year for Tachanun. No Tachanun on Tishbov. How could it be called the Moed? It's the saddest day of the year. And the question that always bothered me, I don't know if we can really answer the question, but it's to be Moed. So we had the base of Migdash. By Srishan, by Shani. How did we come to such sins? Three cardinal sins, Shrikas Dam, Gilearias, Savodah Zara. We had the base of Migdash. What could be greater? Sinashin and Mashinhara, we couldn't become we couldn't be friendly with each other. We have the base of Migdash. Isn't that what we were waiting for? Isn't this the Gaula? Isn't this what how could we have come to such a thing? Yermiyo and Navi. Right? In the weeks leading up to Tishabov. Yermiyo Navi, scary Psukim. Hakohanim lo Amru Aye Hashem. The Kohanim didn't say, where's Hashem? The Kohanim were working in the base HaMikdash. They're there. The Shechnen Karbonus. They're lighting the menorah. They're, lighting, they're doing the Keturus. And they're not saying, Aye Hashem? What does that even mean? They're in the Mikdash. And those who are learning Torah, they don't know me. It's scary. Yermi Yonavi, this is what he's saying. 
he was there by the first, by the first Chirbun. Yeshaya Novu, we know famously, Yedah Shor Koneyu, V'chomer Avos Bailev Yisrolo Yodo, V'amilo Hizboni. Animals know their masters, they know where they get their food, but Klayasho doesn't know me, says Hashem. What happened? So maybe, maybe. What was the base of Mikdash? Everybody knows the base of Mikdash? It's a place of Yerus Hashem. Yerus Mikdash, we learn a lot of sugis of Yerus from the Mikdash. Kvod Hashem, daily karbonos, aliyah l'regel, tshuva, toda, ahavas Hashem, Yerus Hashem, dveikis Hashem. This was the Mikdash. So we sinned. We sinned. So Kodesh Baruch says, Chorim Beis HaMikdash. No more. You have a kid. You have a parent and a kid. Kid is, is misbehaving. You tell the kid, you get all angry at him. He says, okay, I'm taking away your toys. That's it. Your toys are gone. That's, that's what this was like. So we, we, we sinned, we misbehaved, and Hashem took away our toys. He took a, this is our connection. How could taking away the Beis HaMikdash... How could that help us? This is the place of Dveikis. This is the place of Avas Hashem. Every, every word in this week's parsha is Avas Hashem, Dveikis Hashem, go to... So he's taking it away from us? How does that help us? Taking away the toys is because we're upset at the kid. It's not, it's not real chinuch. So we have to go back a long way. And I'm only going to mention a little bit about this sugya. Mostly because I only know a little bit about it. But the first, the first Chorban that took place, the absolute first Chorban that took place, was actually before time existed. I'm only going to mention a little bit. That originally, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was in a state of revealed Ein Sof. The infinite nature of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God is, is infinite. But it was revealed. Therefore, there can only be Hashem. If infinite, if you have something that's infinite, you can't have anything else. It, would, it, doesn't make, it can't be. If we would have an infinite amount of pieces of pizza in this room, we, we couldn't be here because it's filled with pizza. It's, it's almost infinite amount of pizza here. So Kaddish Baruch, when that state of Ein Sof, in the revealed state, nothing else could be. But a Kaddish Baruch Hu, for whatever reason, we know a little bit, maybe we know, maybe we don't know, it's a longer so you know, for now. He decided he wants a world. He wants a Jewish nation to serve him. And therefore, what did he do? He did, he, he did a magic trick. The first magic trick. He hid, he hid his infinite self, which is impossible in logic. It's not possible. You can't hide something that's infinite. But Kaddish Baruch is the infinite magician, right? So the infinite magician could do something that's impossible. So he hid his revealed infinite nature and he allowed there to be a finite world. And he allowed himself to be ke'ilu, in a revealed sense, finite. The infinite nature is always there, it's just hidden. This is called, according to the Rizal, the Tzimtzum. The Tzimtzum. So Kaddish Baruch, that's a Chorban. You have an infinite God, and he, 
Ke'ilu, he destroyed himself. He destroyed himself. Right? Why did he do that? We all understand. Because he wanted there to be a world. He wanted there to be people. He wanted there to be a Beis HaMikdash, Ovdeh Hashem, people learning Torah, davening. He wanted this world, and therefore he had to destroy himself, Ke'ilu, Ke'ilu, in the revealed state, in order to allow there to be something else. So the Churban was for a greater good. That's why the word Churban, which comes from the word Cheriv, Churban, sword, to destroy, to cut. If you just switch around the letters, it's Reish Chesbeis. Rachav, Harchava, to expand. On one hand, it's a Churban. On the other hand, it's a Harchava. So, V'asu Limikdash V'shachanti B'Socha. Right? Parshas Truma. We hear about Parshas Truma today. V'asu Limikdash V'shachanti B'Socha. Kaddish Baruch says, Build for me a Mikdash. Even though it was a Mishkan then, but we know Mishkan, Mikdash, Mikdash, Mishkan. I'm going to dwell. I'm going to come because the Kaddish Baruch minimized himself, Kilo. He made himself finite. Therefore, he could fit in this building, Kilo. But over time, over time, even though at the beginning of the Mishkan, the Mikdash was Gevaldik, Moshe Rabbeinu, the Omoed, Karbonos, the Kohanim. But at a certain point, something happened. And we started to forget. We started to become desensitized. Hakohanim lo amru Hashem. The Kohanim stopped saying Hashem. I'm not saying this. Yirmiyo Navi is saying this. Even though my name happens to be Yirmiyo, but it wasn't me. It was the Navi. The Kohanim are working there. They didn't say Hashem. So something happened. They forgot somehow. They, they I don't know. Seems to me we came to rely, we came to rely on the external avoda, and we forgot about the, the point of the avoda, the dveikus the avoda. We were learning Torah, but lo yedauni, they didn't know me. They were learning a lot of Torah, but they weren't connecting it to the no sena Torah. That's what the pasuk says. That's what Yirmiyahu says. I'm not making it up. The tov Torah lo yedauni. Over time, over time. We tend to gravitate towards the chitzonius, the externalities, the avoda shabo, and we forget about the panemius, the kavana. Mitzvah srichas kavana. There's an external mitzvah, and then there's the panemius, the kavana. We need both. Mitzvah srichas kavana. That's why we paskin. They were doing the mitzvahs without the kavana. One of my favorite. It's not a vart, it's a yesod from the Vonagon. Pasuk is Vahisa Ach Sameach. Maybe you've heard this before. Vahisa Ach Sameach. So what is the Gemara Darshan and Sukkah? Vahisa Ach Sameach. But Simcha. So the Gemara says, we add from there another Yom Simcha called Shmini Yatzeris. After seven days of Sukkah. Sukkah is seven days. But then we have this extra day called Shmini Yatzeris. Vahisa Ach Sameach. There's going to be another Simcha. So the Vilnagon says, we all know, in the Gemara, when you say a Pasuk, when the Pasuk says, Ach, what does Ach mean? Ach means to be mimait, to minimize, to take away. How could the Gemara learn, Vayisa Ach Sameach, to be marbe, to add a riboy, another day, another suda? That's the opposite of what the Gemara usually does. 
Where's the, where's the miyad here? We're just being marble. So Vilna Gon says, a halfly yesod. He says that although the days of sukkahs are amazing, the highest, the sukkah, we dream about the sukkah. The dalminim, nanuim, hoshanos, what was going on in the mikdash at that time, very, 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 very high. But sometimes we start to rely on the mitzvahs, as we're supposed to. We're supposed to be davik to a Kaddish Baruch through mitzvahs. But that's not the ultimate tachlis. The ultimate tachlis is ubo sidbak, to be davik to a Kaddish Baruch straight, without anything else, even a mitzvah. So although the mitzvahs are amazing and they get us close to Kaddish Baruch and through the lulav and the esrik and the hadash and the aravas, and through the sukkah, of course, that brings us close to Kaddish Baruch We say brachas, we connect to these mitzvahs, the more you know in Machshav and Pneumis, there's so much, there's so much. But, says the Vilna Gaon, that's not the Tachlis. The Tachlis is Shemini Atzeres, the highest day of the year. That is just a Dveikas. There's no mitzvah in Shemini Atzeres. There's no actual mitzvah. The whole day is to be Dabak and a Kaddish Baruch To think about, to connect to, it's close, more closely related to Tefillah, straight Dveikas to a Kaddish Baruch so this is how we're being memaet all the other mitzvahs of sukkahs in order to be marbe this yom called Shemini Yatzeres. That's how he's the girls learning this. Only a Vilna Gaon could do such a thing. But we have to understand, still. So our place of Dveikas to Kaddish Baruch Hu, is the base of Megdash. That was the place. We're waiting for them. Since Avram Avinu, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Arta Shernishba, Shernishba. Kaddish Baruch keeps saying this a thousand times. Moshe Rabbeinu says, this is the place that was promised, the place that was promised, the place of Dveikis, the place of Avas Hashem, Yers Hashem, the place of Avodas Hashem, the highest Madrigal. But then he destroyed that place. But isn't that the whole Tachlis for Dveikis? It's Mitzamtzin. He's a Churban. What kind of Harchava is that? Where's the Reboi? We said when Kaddish Baruch on the first Churban of the Tzimtzum, where he minimized himself, he gave us a world to live in. When you take away the other mitzvahs, we have straight Devekas to a Kaddish Baruch. How do you understand the, the loss of the Beis HaMikdash? Right? How did that help us? So again, maybe. We all know. And the Pasuk says, Two things happened at the same exact time. Build me a Mikdash. Build me a Mishkan. We all know that. But everybody knows this word. Everybody, everybody knows this. And if you don't know, you're going to know it now. Everyone knows. What does it say? It says, I will dwell inside of them. Plural. Right? Everybody knows this. It should have said, I will dwell in it, in the Mishkan, in the Mikdash. Why is it Besocham? Plural. So, they, whoever it is that says this part, I don't remember exactly who it is even. Besocham means within each and every Jew. 
Hashem says, build for me a mikdash inside every single Jewish heart. Build vavi mishkan evne. This is why Dov loves to say for so much. Build vavi in my heart mishkan evne. I'll build a mishkan because that's what the pasuk said to do. Vasu mikdash Two things happen concurrently. Moshe Ben is going to build a physical mishkan, but at the same time, every Jew is supposed to build a mishkan belayv. That was supposed to happen. But all too often we know in this world, we usually, as we said before, we gravitate towards the chitzonius, towards the avodah, towards the physical, towards the avodah, that which we could touch, because it's easier, we, we know it more. Build, build a mishkan in my heart? What does that even mean? That sounds like a fluffy dvar Torah or something, which for many people and for many years it has been. So nice, build for a mishkan in my heart. No, no, no. We got to get down. We got to get down. We got to build the Mishkan. We have to learn halachas of Karbanos, all of Kodshim. But the, but the Mishkan Shabalev got forgotten. It got forgotten. The Kohanim could say, Ayyeh Hashem. They're, they're doing the Avoda in the Mikdash. They knew, they knew Kodshim better than we know. They knew Masechus Tamid. Cold. They're doing the Avoda with their hands. Yet they could still say, Ayyeh Hashem. Or they're not saying, Ayyeh Hashem. They're not asking, where's Hashem? What happened? It's because they had the physical manifestation of the Mishkan, the Mikdash, but they didn't have the Pneumius of it. They didn't have the Besocham. They had the Besocho. And this was the problem. But what happens when you get the Mikdash taken away from you and you don't anymore have a physical binion to go to? that opens up the potential that was already there from before. The Mishkan Shebelev, the Mikdash Shebelev. Now, you can't rely on a Mikdash, a physical place anymore. Now you have to work on yourself. Now you have to find the Kaddish Baruch in your heart. You have to. Now you need real Dveikas. The Shemini Atzeres Dike Dveikas. Is that not the greatest Harchava? In Chitzonius, in Halacha, Avada, we're sad. Tishvav, we mourn. There's no question. I'm not saying we don't mourn. It's a sad day. We don't want that. We'd rather have the cake and eat it too. We'd rather have the, the Mikdash and be able to serve a Kaddish Baruch But if you're not going to serve, if you're not going to use, in the mashal of the children, the toys properly, well, we need to teach you a lesson. And that lesson was that you have it inside of you. Because the panemius of the Mikdash was always inside every heart of every Jew since we said Vasu the Mikdash Vashanti Basofa. And now Kurdish Baruch, by taking away the Mikdash, he opened up the potential in every single Jew to open their heart to Kurdish Baruch. So he was Metzamsim the Or Ain Sof, the place of one. When a Kurdish Baruch was one who was Ain Sof, nobody could serve him. There's no one to serve. It's just him. So he, he closes that off. He hides the Ain Sof nature and he reveals finite. He reveals worlds, people, mitzvahs. Because now we have so many people serving Kaddish Baruch. That's the Kvod Hashem. Barovam Hajazamelech. That's the Tachas of creation. That is the covet. Not so he's by himself in Ain Sof. He created us to be Mechabidim. The more, the merrier. The same thing happened by the Mikdash. That when we had the Mikdash, it was the Kohanim working there. We came up once in a while, the Lila Regal. But even the Kohanim eventually lost it. And we were still sinning. We still were doing 
So the panemius of the Mishkan wasn't, wasn't being built. So Kaddish Baruch says, I need, I need, we need to bring the covered back. So he had to take away the Mikdash to allow there to be every single Jew can now build it in his heart. We can have a reboy. We're not, we're not anymore bound by that one makom, even though we wish we are bound by that makom with everything in the heart. But for the time being, that place became detrimental to us. We needed to remove those boundaries in order that the Mishkan could be built in every Jew in every single place. And I'll bring you maybe a raya, two rayas. The Torah, when it talks about the Mikdash, in the Mishkan we had. Mishkan was in the, was in the Midbar with us. But many times, Moshe Beinu, Kaddish Baruch says, there's going to be a place, you're going to go and you're going to build a Mikdash. What does the Torah say? Does the Torah ever say Yushalayim? I don't think the word Yushalayim is in, is in the Torah at all. What does it call the Makam HaMikdash? I call it to the audience. Makam Asher Yivchar Bo. The place that Hashem chooses. It never says Yerushalayim. Because sometimes it's not going to be in Yerushalayim. Of course, it was in Shiloh. And it was in sometimes it's not going to be in Yerushalayim because it's going to be in everybody's heart wherever they are. It's not bound to one place. He never says Yerushalayim. It's an amazing thing. Makam Asher Yivchar Bo could be in Camp Sternberg. Exactly. <laughs> so that's, that seems to be one raya. And also, we know that when we had the base of Mikdash, we had no structured tulas. After the first base of Mikdash was destroyed, then the Anshay Knesset Gadol decided. We need, we need a Shemona Esri. Okay, we're not going to go into the whole Sugya. What's, what's Shemona Esri called? Avodah Shebelev. Right? Only after the Mishkan was destroyed, the Mikdash was destroyed, then Tefillah started to come out. Because the Kaddish Baruch was saying, of course, the Yanshek Nesli Gedola, start davening all of you. Start connecting to me, Avodah Shebelev. Because when you had the Mikdash, you weren't doing it so well. And then we brought back the base of Mikdash, and we still don't have but then the second base of Mikdash was destroyed, and then the rest of the tefillahs were made into a sitter. So you see, as the churban, churbanos happened, unfortunately, tefillahs started to expand. Jews from all over, you didn't have to go to the Mikdash to bring out carbon chatas. You could do tshuva and cry wherever you were, in Svas, in Chevron. Your carbon chatas was in your Shemona Esri, and Hashivenu and Slachlanu, and your carbon Toda, and your carbon Shlomim, it all turned into the Tvila. It was an expansion, it was not a minimization. So now let's go back. Now let's answer our questions. How could it be a Kurdish who could destroy a base Knesset and Mikdash without building another one? It's against Allah. The answer now we understand. He already built. The second base of Knesset before he even destroyed the first one because it was in our heart the whole time. We just didn't know. It was always there. He didn't leave us hanging. Chas Shalom. There's always an opportunity in a person's heart to connect to Kodesh Baruch. And that's even stronger. And this is the Nechama we have. The Nechama we have is that a Kodesh Baruch didn't leave us. We still have him. 
Albeit again, of course we want the base of Mikdash with the Kabanas. We want everything, of course. But even though we don't have that building, there's still a Nechama because he's in every one of us. Maybe now more than ever. We can be Davuk. Now what Davi Shiv does not sing is the first words. The first words, I'm not going to tell you yet where he's quoting from. If you know, I'd be surprised. But the first words of what he's singing is, When a person feels that there's been a destruction in himself, in his ruchnias, he feels in a filah, Mohan the Katniss, he's not learning well, he's not davening well, he's not connecting to his tefillah, his mitzvahs, he's not connecting to a Kaddish Baruch. When he feels inside there's a binyan that's being destroyed, Yeda, Shegiya, now you should know. Now, Davka, you should know. When there's a destruction, now you should know, Shegilo Atur Levinyan by Levinyas Binyan Chadash. Now's the time, not of Churban. Davka now, when you feel that you're being destroyed, Adrab, this is the time of the new binyan, the binyan chadash. Yoser na'la even higher and greater than before. The yoser kaimufur, it's going to last longer, it's going to be more, more beautiful. This is what we're talking about. This is what he's singing. He's only singing the, the happy part. But when we go through these times of a churban, Chorben Bechlal, or Chorben inside of ourselves, and our Ruchnis, you should know that this is not a time to be mourning. It's a time to be thinking about the new Binyan. Because there is a bigger Binyan. If the very fact that a person feels that he's broken inside, and it brings him to a state called Lev Nishbar, that was David Amelech's bread and butter. Lev Nishbar brought David Amelech to the highest places. To feel broken, not depressed, not atzus, that's aser. Lev nishra means to feel broken. Because there's so much more that can be built. Anyone knows who, whose words these are? Could you even guess? Okay. Getting closer, getting closer. Rav Cook. Rav Yisaka Kohen Cook. I don't know if anybody learns this Torah, and now's not the time to talk about it, but no one lived at the base of Megdish more than he did. These are Rav Kook's words. So this is how Tush above could be a moed. Because as we heard today, quoted from Sham Shalfal Hirsch, I think he also says that moed comes in Lush and Vad. Right? That's what a moed is. Moed is Alila Regal. We have a Vad, a gathering together with the Kaddish Baruch on Tisha B'Av, the day that there's a destruction of the base of Mikdash, the saddest day of the year, it's a moi because it's an opening, a potential for a vad between us and the Kaddish Baruch. Right in our own hearts. You don't have to go anywhere anymore. He brought it closer to us than ever before. We should be zochem Hashem. To realize this binyan chadash that we have inside of ourselves. Because it can really, really bring us to a state of geula, personal geula. And if we all together work on our own Bate Mikdash and Sarah Bavavi Mishkan Evna, then Mirza Shem, we could bring the Guru Shlam and Hermi Mena.